0: Welcome back to the Caps on Sports Podcast. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, joined by Nick Tobias and Sam Meehan. We're Anthony mano today, but nonetheless, going to bring you some week one picks. We're going to get right back into it. Um, last year, we did make the case uh, lock of the week, and what was the last section? I forget. Just prime time. And prime time, yes. Uh, this year, we're actually going to keep a record. Um, we made a nice little Google Doc sheet here where we're going to keep track of everybody's picks. We're going to grade them at the end of the year um, and at the end of every week and put them out on social media. So we're going to kick it off on Sunday with the Arizona Cardinals visiting the Tennessee Titans, spread is Titans minus three, totals at 52. Uh, It's a one o'clock game. Uh, Nick, you have a pick on this game. Let's hear it.
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to go over, uh, what do you have, 52 and a half?
0: 52. I mean, it's hovering. It'll move. I
1: mean, I had 51 and a half. Um, I'm going to take even over 52, so... Um, these teams are both about, all about offense. Uh, last year, I have written down that the Cardinals run defense was outside the top 20, which plays into exactly what the Tennessee Titans like to do with Derrick Henry. Um, and the Titans pass defense ranked 29th in the, in the NFL, which plays exactly into what the Arizona Cardinals like to do is pass the ball to um, newly acquired AJ Green, who really isn't going to do anything. Randall Moore, who they just picked up in the draft. And how can I forget about uh, top five wide receiver in the league? DeAndre Hopkins. Um, so I think Henry's going to pick up right where he left off at the end of last season, running all over. Um, can't forget the Titans also acquired Julio Jones, and the, uh, the Cardinals also lost Patrick Peterson. Um, so they really don't have a corner anymore. All they have is Buda Baker over the top. Um, so I'm going to take over 52 and a half, whatever line you got, as long as it's near 52 mark. Um, in this this Tennessee at
2: is it Tennessee at
1: no it's it's Arizona at Tennessee game.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Um... Sam, you got any notes on that game? Anything? Uh, uh,
3: yeah, pretty much got everything. A lot, a lot of points, not a lot of defense. So kind of got everything that uh, you need to get there. So should All be right. a fun one.
0: Sounds good. I'm just looking at the injury report for this game just to give you guys some insight on it. It doesn't look like there's really anybody notable out for either team, so pretty healthy side. Um, Let's move on to Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. The spread is Jaguars minus two and a half on the road. The total set at 45 and a half. Uh, Nick also has a pick on this. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence's first NFL game, NFL debut, playing up against the worst team in the league. (laughs) Definitely bottom three team in the league. I don't know if it's the worst, but it's up there. Definitely make a case for it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, a pick. You're talking
1: it. about a little bit of a dumpster fire here with the two worst teams. In the NFL. <laughs> um, I'm going to start this year differently than I started last year. Last year, I took the Jaguars first uh, in their first week against the Colts. That was the only week they won um, or they covered the spread or they won. I don't think they covered the spread, whatever. Um, I'm going to go with I have Houston plus three, but I'm going to take them plus two and a half. Um, I, I don't think Jacksonville is that good of a team to be favored in this at all. Um, you got to remember that the Jaguars won 15 games last year and really the only place that they improved was signing Marvin Jones and I guess drafting T-Law. Um, defensively, the Jacksonville Jaguars, all the only move they made was for uh, Shaq Griffin. Shaquem, I believe. Is Shaquem the cornerback that has both hands? Um, so they, they signed Shaquem Griffin. I, I, listen, Tyrod Taylor is a serviceable quarterback. Um, he's not going to win you a season but he'll do the job for you they kind of put a nice defense to a, a nice running back committee with with Phil Lindsay uh, Mark Ingram and and, and David uh, Johnson which I don't know about good um, don't sleep on Anthony Miller for the Houston Texans um, and they also have Braden Cooks who the media just kind of is writing writing off all year well um, pretty much his whole career who still I think is a pretty solid receiver um, Texans are home dogs first week I think they show out because they were so bad last year give me Texans plus two and a half at home
0: all right. I, I disagree with you there, but you know what? You got to pick on it. I'm staying away from it altogether. But...
3: Yeah, this, this is definitely a steer clear game. Uh, it's going to be a little ugly, but it, it depends on how good Trevor Warren's going to be out of, out of the gate. I kind of like Jacksonville if I'm going to lean one way, but not confident whatsoever. So right, good right. luck to you, Nick. Yeah. Thanks, good luck. Buddy. You know,
1: I, I appreciate the good luck. I hope it hopefully, you know, a little magic.
0: Someone's got to win. Dope. that's a fact. Someone's got Well, not cut.
3: necessarily. They, they could
0: tie. They tie. He still gets the cover. So that's are you... true.
3: No, they don't. Oh,
1: I do.
0: You do. <laughs> um, all right. We're staying 1 o'clock on Sunday. We're going. The L.A. Chargers coming over to the East Coast into the Capitol to face the Washington football team. Uh, the spread is Washington minus one. Total set at 44 and a half. Um, I actually have a play on this. I don't like the Washington football team. Uh, I, I mean, look, Antonio Gibson is going to take a step forward this year. Uh, Terry McLaurin might – um just got curtis samuel logan thomas is probably gonna take a next step they're all young pieces and they're all good pieces but i don't know that they're necessarily there and they don't have an elite quarterback that is going to do it i mean you can say what you want about ryan fitzpatrick but he's been on as many teams as he's been on the last couple of years because he's a journeyman quarterback and that is what it is i'm pretty sure somebody said that maybe sam last episode yeah there you go that's a good point him the credit oh, yeah. um I'm gonna go with the Chargers here I just think that they've been getting beat up in close games for the last couple of years um even pre-Justin Herbert but now that Justin Herbert got thrown into the mix because of Tyrod Taylor's punctured lung accidental punctured lung um he's taking the reins of this football team and I just I, I don't know I think this is going to be a game where they show up week one um Eckler's there are some questions I have them on my fantasy team not that anybody cares about that but I, do I think he's going to play he's in good spirits so uh, I'm going to go Chargers uh, plus one to come over to the East coast and get a win. It might be tough one o'clock game, but you're not in a, a normal game week. You're probably going to be here with ample time to prepare, get situated with the time change. I, I think Chargers are definitely the better team here and they're going to be able to break through offensively against the tough Washington defense. So
3: I don't, I don't know what it is. This game strikes me as I feel like like the Fitz magic, generally get one of those games very early in the season, a lot of times week one. So could get one of those games, but I mean, yeah, Chargers should win this game, but again, uh, tough defense in Washington. I'm going to steer clear, but it's a big, big weekend for my fantasy team, though. I got Gibson and Eckler in the backfield, so hopefully a lot of rushing yards.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll go quick. I'm going to steer – I'm steering clear for two reasons. One, I don't think Eckler plays, and if Eckler doesn't play, I don't know what the Los Angeles Chargers offense looks like. And two, um, I don't know what the Washington football team is going to look like this year. Will their defense continue? I don't know. And what's their offense going to look like with Ryan Fitzpatrick? I don't know, so I'm not touching.
0: All right, moving on. Uh, We're going to Minnesota versus Cincinnati. Minnesota are three-point road favorites. Uh, We got 47 on the total. Sam and I both have a pick, which happened to line up here. Sam, I'll defer to you. You can uh, kick us off.
3: Yeah, so uh, very simple here. The Tennessee Bengals are still dog shit. Um, they needed an offensive lineman badly and got a wide receiver who seems to have a case of the butterfinger so far this uh, preseason training camp. And the Vikings, I think a little undervalued this season after kind of a down year last year. Especially defensively, I I see him bouncing back against a subpar offensive line. I think they get the Burrow pretty easily on early on. So I think three points here is easy. Um nothing nothing about Cincinnati really impresses me. Besides yeah. Joe Burrow. But you know, even him coming back, he's gonna be a little shaky. So I think Minnesota here is an easy play.
0: I totally agree. And I just happen to think this might be the easiest, if not one of the easiest games, honestly. Watch out. I don't stick. Care. Dude, I don't care that they're going into Cincinnati. We give Kirk <laughs> Whoa, Cousins a lot Cincinnati. of shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, come on. We give Kirk Cousins a lot of shit, but he's a very capable quarterback and had the best year of his career, actually, last year. Justin Jefferson was a maniac last year. He's going to take a step forward this year. Adam Thielen arguably had a down year last year, and he could return to form, or he could take another step back. Who the hell knows? But, I mean, he's a good receiver. I would assume that he gets back to form. Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, like, come on. And their defense is not as bad as everybody cracks it up to be. It's actually, like, a pretty, pretty good defense.
3: Yeah, I think like last lie. year was more of a down year defensively than they're just bad, I think. I mean, maybe they are they regress, they're getting a little older, but I, I see a bounce back here for Minnesota defensively.
0: I totally agree. All right, so Sam and myself on Minnesota. Uh, next, we don't have a pick on this game, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Um, the New York Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. Ugh. Yeah, it's a one o'clock game in Carolina, Carolina minus four, 44 on the total. Um, Actually, this was probably my next pick out. I actually really, I mean, I can't say really like it because if I did, I'd put them in my picks, but I do like it. Um, I I think Carolina at home at minus four is going to be good. Um, Carolina, I feel like is going to be one of those sneaky teams that are not, not a lot of teams or, or not a lot of people are talking about. Um, I'm a big change of scenery fan, where if you take somebody who's struggling in a situation, kind of like Carson Wentz going to Indy or now Sam Darnold going to Carolina and you give them like a very capable core to work with, I feel like they can. Carolina's got Christian McCaffrey returning. Um, DJ Moore still there, lost Curtis Samuel, but like they are going to be able to move the football. Darnold is not the most awful quarterback in the league, but we haven't seen his full potential, obviously. And I think there's more in there. And I think with this core and like a well-coached team, I think we should be good. And their defense is also solid and young and taking a next step forward. So I think they're going to be able to beat Zach Wilson in his NFL debut. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much all I got on this game.
3: Big, right, big gonna, Sam Darnold revenge game here. I yeah, so. I,
1: mean, I mean, I'm going to be quick. The only reason I'm not gambling on this game is because I wanted to gamble on the Jets here. And that's the only reason I'm not doing it.
0: All right. All right. Let's move on to another game, which should be fantastic. Can't wait to watch uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. We got the Falcons as minus two and a half point favorites, 48 and a half on the total. Sam, you have a pick on this game. Let's hear it.
3: I don't care how many times they burned me last year. I'm going to bet on the Atlanta Falcons again around <laughs> on Sunday. So I think Philly's a little banged up in the offensive line. Not that Atlanta exactly has him prolific pass rush, but you know, it helps and they can move the ball, Atlanta. I mean, Kyle Pitts is going to be a problem. Calvin Ridley's a beast. They're obviously missing that Julio fella who's, you know, pretty good. But I don't think they're going to have an issue moving the ball against Philly. And definitely see a lot of points. I see an over as well. But two and a half at home for a team that really could have won nine, ten games last season. What, they went five or six? Well, I think or it might have been
0: five. Yeah.
3: If they went five and 11, they could, they could have been nine and seven last year with the amount of just – shenanigans that went on into those games I see just a not a dominant Atlanta victory but I think two and a half is easy for me And I still trust Matt Ryan he's still a, still a solid enough quarterback I agree you got anything Nick
1: no I Atlanta Falcons are on the
0: NBL Alrighty, uh we're moving on now to the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills in what should be a really good game I was kind of surprised to see the line but then again and I guess it's kind of fair. It might be just like a slight overreaction on my part. Uh, total set at 48 and a half. I don't know if I, I don't remember if I said the spread, but it's Buffalo minus six and a half. Um, Sammy, you got another pick on this game. What do you got? Oh,
3: yes, I do. And the Buffalo Bills are going to smack the shit out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yeah, I'm not picking Pittsburgh this year. Uh, fully aware they went 11 and out in the season last year. And we all saw what happened after, I think, those last five games and the one playoff game are that's who they are now. They are not, I mean, they're, they're a solid defensive team, probably a very good defensive team, but big Ben is a statue. He's not able to move around the pocket at all. And if that offensive line can't give any resistance against Buffalo, then it's going to be a very long day for Pittsburgh offense and the bills, even against the good Steelers defense. I can still see him putting up 30, 35 points offense wants to move and move quickly so you know the Steelers I think I mean they have no really no Najee Harris be solid but rough start for Pittsburgh let's go Buffalo minus six and a half all right I got I got less confident as I was as I was talking but I'm still gonna ride with it
1: all right. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I don't really have any notes or comments about this. I'm interested just to see how the the Steelers play and how their offense looks this year, and especially the Bills' defense, because if the Bills' defense is solid, then um, that'll keep him in a lot of games and that'll, that'll put him on my bet list. But six and a half is, it could be questionable. It's first game of the season. I don't know what I'm going to get.
3: I think Buffalo was another team that underperformed defensively last season. I mean, didn't really bite him because I still won 13 games. But I mean, prior to last season, they were like, oh, this, these guys are a very good defensive team just can they score anything? So I think if the defense comes back this year, then look out. So.
0: All right, let's move on. Uh, We're going to go to the San Francisco 49ers visiting the Detroit Lions. Uh, Line is set at San Francisco minus seven and a half total set at 45. Uh, Nobody's got a pick on this game. But um, if I had to lean one way or the other, I'd lean towards the San Francisco 49ers, even though we still don't know as of today who the starting quarterback is going to be. It's probably going to be Jimmy G. It's going to be Garoppolo. Jimmy
1: G. I think he came out. So he's, I think he came out. Yeah. So Shanahan out.
0: didn't give much, but uh, Jimmy G came out and basically all but confirmed it. But obviously it's not official until it's official. Shanahan said, didn't he say like, uh, I don't know who's going to be on the team tomorrow. So we still have a couple of days between now and Sunday. So.
3: Yeah. He keeps to that question, but I mean, it's only a matter of time for Lance Starks. I mean, Jimmy G's got the highest interception rate the past couple of years. So, yeah, I mean, even like playoffs included, even through that playoff run, like he's, he throws the ball to the other team a lot, which is not ideal. And we forget
0: the 49ers were really banged up last year and they underperformed and they still have a really, really good roster and a really good defense. If oh, not that, the best front four in all of football. So okay,
3: that that defense is outstanding. That was a big thing last year. They're banged up defensively. Mm-hmm. So, and I, not as going to be, you know, sp- Still probably up there in the NFC West. I just think that eventually Lance is going to have to step in because I, I, his upside is so much bigger than Jimmy G. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, I know I know Mano highlighted it, I think, last week when we did the win totals. Um, but how is that defense going to be without their defensive coordinator, Rob Sal- uh, Salah? That's that's my only concern here. Um, and my other concern is for some reason, again, this is why I'm not betting it, I want to take the Lions plus 7.5. I don't know why, but that's what my heart is saying, and that's why I'm not touching it. Yeah.
0: Um, Plain and simple. I think you'd be crazy. Absolutely out of your mind. Um, listen,
1: I mean, you want to talk about some home dogs, like on an upset week one. I mean, listen, it, it could happen. I don't believe in Jared Goff, but I think DeAndre Swift is going to get a huge workload. I don't think the San Francisco's defense is going to be that good this year. I really don't. I think they're going to, all they really have is a pass rush. And yeah, if they can get the Goff, Goff's going to choke, but Goff always plays better in nice weather when he's in a dome. So he doesn't have to worry about it. So I don't like Jimmy G.
0: All right. Well, DeAndre Swift might be uh, in jail per today's reports. So um, they're not investigating. Stay tuned it, on really. that one. Yeah,
1: I'm... For all you guys who didn't hear, somebody leaked a, a tip to the NFL two months ago that Swift was involved in a murder, but the um, NFL decided not to do anything about it because it's just an anonymous tip and they know nothing's actually going on, I
0: guess. All right. It's a wild thing to do if it really is just totally like.
1: Yeah, just, just made up. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a little absurd.
0: All right. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Seattle Seahawks visiting the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, we got the Seahawks three point road favorites, 49 on the total. Um, I should probably know this information, but maybe you guys do. That's why we have some pals on the podcast and it's not a solo dolo show. Uh, What's your question? A quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts
1: Carson Wentz.
0: Perfect. Um, so I'm going to lean Indy, but I don't have a pick on it. But if I have to, I'm going to lean Indy, I think. Mm -hmm. They're just a very all-around solid team. They were solid with Phillip Rivers. They're going to be solid with Carson Wentz. So down year for the Seahawks. I like the Colts. Not an official pick, but it's the way I'm leaning.
3: Yeah, and the Seahawks' uh, offensive line can't stop a nosebleed. So uh, have fun, Russell Wilson. going to be a very long year for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, my only slight concern is I'm 90% sure this line opened up uh, as the Colts were favorites, and then I think it switched. Yeah.
0: good that makes me feel that much better you're fading the public i'm totally cool with that i think that okay. was
3: more a reaction to um whence being potentially out and it's really i don't think he's really is he confirmed ready for week one
1: um no but he's participated fully in the past couple practices so he's All right,
3: so i think it's still like a if if once like is confirmed i see this line moving more to more towards even
1: yeah i mean listen i i highlighted in our win totals pot again um if you haven't heard you guys should go and hear it because it's actually pretty good. Um, anyway, um, I love the Indianapolis Colts this year, and I do think they win this game outright, but I just don't really like the uh, the way the numbers flip-flopped on me. So.
0: All righty. Let's move on. Oh, we got a lot of picks on this one. Oh,
3: this one's all me and Nick.
0: Yeah. So we got the Cleveland Browns, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are home at Arrowhead. We got the Chiefs at six-point favorites. Fifty-four and a half on the total. Uh, Sammy and Nick both have picks on this surprising picks, but picks nonetheless, let's hear it.
1: Go ahead, Sammy. I'll let you uh, go ahead.
3: I mean, this, again, we're going to go back to our uh, AFC win totals uh, video. Um, I'm in love with the Cleveland Browns. They are very good defensively. They're very good offensively. Kevin Stefanski is an offensive genius. They got Baker Mayfield and all those weapons. Odell coming back. It's, it's a very exciting time to be Cleveland's Brown, Cleveland Browns fan, which is a weird thing to say. But um, I think they want to come out and make a big statement here, and they're going to give Kansas City a hell of a game. I think they come out and punch them in the mouth early on, and, you know, does that thing where they, they battle back. And I think uh, Cleveland keeps within a touchdown. I would sprinkle a little bit on the money line as well, but, uh, yeah, I think Cleveland within a touchdown is a very, very good play here.
1: Um, if you could buy points I would try to buy you know uh, try to get it over the hook at seven and get it to seven and a half if you could I can't get it on a bet MGM and I'm still comfortable taking plus six for the Cleveland Browns I do like them winning outright in this game I'm not putting money on them winning outright but I do like them I plus am six um, I think the Cleveland Browns are sleeper Super Bowl contenders this year they have a ridiculously improved defense. Now, granted, Jadavian Clowney hasn't it pl- is playing for the Cleveland Browns. If you guys haven't known, across from Miles Garrett, if you, in, in case that you know doesn't already intimidate you enough, um, J- Jadavian Clowney missed the past couple of days with illness. We're recording this on a Thursday; he missed Wednesday and Thursday practice with an illness. Um, I don't know if anything's changed since you guys are listening, but I don't think that really means anything. Um, we talk about, or, or Sam kind of talked about Kansas City before, and you talk about Kansas City's defense, you're missing Tyron Matthew, who's in COVID protocols, so they still aren't sure who's going to play, uh, if he's going to play. Um, OBJ, I don't really think makes that much of a difference for the Cleveland Browns. I just kind of think this this might be a, a great season from the Cleveland Browns, and especially with the Ravens losing three, they're, uh, you know, they're starting three, or their their top three running backs in order in their depth chart. I think the Browns are just like, oh, yeah, this is my division. Let me go out and take it. Um, So I I love Cleveland here. Give me plus six. Um, I just think the Browns are such a well-rounded team that um, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a lot of offense, which Mm -hmm. kind of sucks because I have Cleveland's defense in a couple leagues. Um, (laughs) But um, I'm confident. I'm really... I really feel good about this pick. Um, this is probably my favorite one on the week, especially because it's an upset. Um, but give me Cleveland plus six on the on the
0: road. <clears> on <throat> oh, dude, let's go.
1: Let's go, go. Brownie.
0: All right, let's move on to the best game. Um, Sam, are you going to be there? Uh, I will not. All right. Well, Nick and I will be. We'll we'll be. Uh, we'll send you some Snapchats or some. Uh...
3: Oh, I'm sure I'll. Sure I'll got some some nice fun ones. I think you will. 11 a.m. <laughs> <at> East Rutherford. <laughs>
0: It's sick. It's sick in the head is what it is. Uh, Denver Broncos at the New York football giants. We got the Denver Broncos minus three, um, 41 and a half. I have a pick. Nick has a pick and the picks line up once again. Um, I'm going to be going with the New York football giants in this one. Um, Literally every single pundit journalist radio personality that I hear is just saying how they think that the giants are going to lose week one. The Giants are not going to lose week one. I'm taking them with the points. I'm going to take the field goal. I'm going to park my ass in a seat in MetLife Stadium, and I'm going to happily watch the Giants cover and win at home against the Denver Broncos. I don't really have a reason. It's going to be a low-scoring game. It can go either way. The line suggests it. But I believe in the Giants. The Giants are going to take a step this year, and you got to take a step starting with week one, and that's exactly what we're going to do. So, Nick, i throwing it to you. That's it.
1: Sorry, I'm trying to find our tickets so we can shout out what section we're sitting in.
0: It's going to be embarrassing, so don't shout that one out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> gonna see uh, him, Nick, from the yeah, 500. The land stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, forget about that. We're all the way up on the 279th or like the 500. If you actually got the
0: section. Tell people how much we paid for it, so then they can laugh. Okay,
1: hold on. So I got the section. We are section. We are section three thirty two. We all paid $181 for our, our there you tickets. go.
0: Sick. Um, the things we do for <laughs> mediocre football teams, the things we do for media fo-
1: mediocre football team. Now let me preface this with this scares the absolute shit out of me because I, not only my betting against my, my team, but I'm also going to attend the game. So this is absolutely scaring the shit out of me. Um, I still don't think the giants offense is anything impressive. What's going to carry this, team is the defense. Um, I don't think the Denver Broncos have that good of a defense. I mean, yeah, granted Jerry Judy is a, is a, he's a pretty good offense. It's pretty good wide receiver. Um, Cortland Sutton's coming off of a torn ACL. Supposedly he turned a corner in the preseason and the coaching staff really saw it, but um, I, I just really believe in this Giants defense. The offense is not what I'm going to talk about because if I do, I might have to go to my bathroom and start vomiting in the in the, in the sink or not the sink in the, in the toilet bowl. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Giants plus three. I think Denver is not that good of a team. I don't think their defense is that impressive. Um, and I think their offense is even less impressive. I don't like Teddy two gloves. I think they should have started drew lock instead. Um, give me Giants plus three. And I hate every
0: second of it. Speaking of Drew Locke, hold on, before I move on to the next game. <laughs> we, the only time I've ever talked sports on TV was on NFL Network.
1: It was about Drew Locke.
0: And we broke down Drew Locke film last season. And now he's just no longer a starting quarterback in the NFL.
1: We should, I wonder what happens. We should, no, we should get on TV for somebody else we don't like. like. Oh, can we get on TV for Daniel Jones? Maybe he won't play anymore.
0: <laughs> it's not what I want to do. I want, I want to believe in Daniel Jones.
1: All right. Thanks for that.
0: Moving on. All right, let's go. Uh, Four more games left. By the way, times. I don't think I called it out, but Cleveland at KC is 425. Denver at the or Denver at the Giants 425. Packers Saints that we're talking about now is also 425. Uh, We got the Green Bay Packers minus three and a half. Total is 49 and a half. Nick, you got a pick. Take us away.
1: Um, I think this one's pretty obvious. Um, And I think
0: um... (laughs) Sam looks like he would beg to differ.
1: I mean, <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, Sam thinks the opposing quarterback, um, is a matter of Fame of Famer, or you got eye surgery. He's gonna, he's gonna suddenly throw less than 30 interceptions because he, he got eye surgery after
3: being in the league for it's, what it's, six it's years. It's almost like being able to see the, de- the defense is he decides
1: know. he decides six years later that he needs eye surgery. You you see? He wasn't a So you're telling me when when Jameis Winston wasn't a first-round pick, a top-five pick. He was a first-overall pick. Okay, so you don't think the teams were like, wow, your eyesight's bad. You should probably get that fixed, or I'm not going to draft you. Nope, no way. All right, give me (laughs) – like, I don't know, dude. Are you going to tell me you're going to give me Green Bay, what, three-and-a-half points? Yes. Come on.
3: Alright, so I actually switched it up. I got rid of one, of one of my later picks and I switch it up now to New Orleans plus three and a half. It's so gross, dude. Why are you Um, doing that? Because... Are they
1: hold on, are they even playing in New Orleans? Does anybody know that? No, oh no, they're playing No, in the, they're, they're, in they're, playing in... they're in Jacksonville. They're
3: in Jacksonville. They're in Jacksonville. Mutual I retra- I retract that statement. I'm going back to my old pick. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: um Aaron Rodgers is an absolute studly muffin. Um He's going to come for heads. He's got a massive flow now. Um, Devonte Adams is not getting a contract extension supposedly, so he's going to ball out so he can go somewhere else, <clears throat> Las Vegas Raiders, and play over there um, and get a fat contract. But um, I mean, I I think I'm going to take Devontae <laughs> Adams first over or, or first touchdown score because his 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 like unit profit is like ridiculously high because he hits it mm-hmm. almost every game. Um, give me Aaron Rodgers. Give me the points. Give me everything. Green Bay minus three and a half.
0: All right, moving on. We have the Miami Dolphins visiting the New England Patriots. It's the last afternoon game on Sunday. Uh, We got the New England Patriots minus three, 43 and a half on the total. I have a pick here. Sam has a pick here. They also line up. The boys are on the same page. Um, I don't really have much, so I'll just kind of give my reasoning pretty quickly. Uh, Two young quarterbacks, two young rosters, two really good coaches. One been in the league as a head coach a lot longer than the other one. And that's the one I'm gonna go with. And that's Bill Belichick. Uh, it's week one. I just feel like he's not gonna to want to lose to I don't Brian think he Flores. Ever wants to lose. No, I'm saying to Brian Flores, you didn't let me finish. I had to swallow real quick. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I just feel like you never want to lose to the people that you kind of brought up. And and not that I mean he gets to play them twice a year, but regardless. I don't know. I just think this is going to be a coaching battle and new England's going to turn it out even without Stefan Gilmore. I feel like it's fine. I feel like the playbook's going to be simplified for Tua. Um, he's not going to be airing it out week one. So yeah, new England it is.
3: Yeah, just new England's just a lot stronger defensively and on both fronts. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Belichick and have a good game plan for Tua. Not big on Tua to begin with. So I think New England minus three here at home is an easy play. Uh, Miami's defense you know big year last year see if they can do that again but also definitely the game, I'd see staying under 43 and a half is I don't know, think either team it's 20.
0: I was thinking about that too but it's a little, it's already like the second lowest total behind the mm-hmm. Giants game so I don't know all right moving on we got no picks on this game Chicago Bears visiting the Rams um, I like the Rams to take this one. The line is just a little bit fishy. Mm-hmm. Um, if it gets below seven, which I don't think it's going to because they're playing the Bears and they're home, um, then maybe I'd consider it. Total is at 46 and a half. But anybody else got anything else?
3: Yeah, this line's a little big. To, uh, seven and a half is too much. Yeah, if it gets a six and a half, to even six, I, even, even then I'd be a little skeptical because Bears defense, you know, is supposed to be good, but they haven't been. So maybe they show up eventually, but... Yeah, this is just a fishy line here. Not really sure exactly what the Rams going to be, so.
1: I mean, I, I honestly kind of think the Rams blow them out, but for whatever reason, I just don't feel confident mm-hmm. in taking this game. I don't feel like I, I you know, I like to queue up a bunch of bets and my bet slip before placing stuff, and I just looked at Rams minus seven and a half, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. I wonder what the I wonder what the Chicago's gonna look like this year. I really do. Mm-hmm. Dalton's gonna look like trash probably. And honestly, I think Chicago's defense is trash too. So I, I really do think the Rams are gonna stomp them. Um, I just I it's a gut thing right here. I don't know why.
3: Yeah, I could definitely see the Rams winning this game by 30, but <laughs> not confident enough to put anything on it. So
0: steer clear. Uh, that's a Sunday night game, by the way. Uh, Moving on to Monday night and the final game of our week one slate is going to be the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Las Vegas Raiders, we got the Baltimore Ravens minus four total set at 50. I'm the only one with a pick on this I'm on Baltimore minus four. Um, I think the Raiders are going to be better this year. I just think that the Ravens are a cut above, even though they're now losing every single running back in their backfield. Um, I think the line's going to probably come down a little bit and not because of Gus Edwards going out, but because of Marcus Peters possibly being out. He did confirm Terry's ACL,
1: by the way,
0: for the year. So, I mean, I guess he's at week one regardless. So this line will probably change a tiny bit. I still like Baltimore to win this game. Um, They have a deep roster. And I feel like that's the reason why they've been good for for the last couple of years. Um, Lamar Jackson doesn't do it in the air completely, like all the time, but I feel like he's going to have to now rely more on his legs and they're going to have to get creative considering the fact that somebody who probably has never taken a snap in the NFL is going to be starting week one, unless it's washed up Le'Veon Bell. But I don't know. Regardless, this is a play on the Ravens defense and the fact that the Raiders just find ways to lose year in and year out. Um, Baltimore it is.
1: I'll echo Baltimore. Um, the only thing that makes me nervous is they don't have any running backs and I losing Marcus Peters on defense is a big hit, even though, uh, I mean, he's just really a ball hawk and he likes to talk a lot of smack. Um, the thing with Las Vegas is they didn't really improve. They go out and sign Kenyon Drake, which why are you, why you signing Kenyon Drake? Um, you lose Nelson Aguilar, which doesn't really help because now it's Henry Ruggs. You lose Tyrell Williams because now it's just Henry Ruggs and um, what's his name? Brian Williams, um, who they just drafted. Uh, Renfro. Hunter Renfro? Yeah, but Hunter Renfro, dude, come on. Um,
0: okay. guy. Spot guy. Ra- the
1: Raiders traded away all-pro guard Rodney Hudson which doesn't make sense. Rishi Incognito is dealing with the calf injury. He's been dealing with it all preseason. Um and, uh, and for some reason I want there, there's something in the back of my head that's like tapping and saying
3: Raiders take the Raiders at all. That, that's 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 like my thing right now.
1: That's why I'm not touching it cuz mm, I don't want to bet on the Raiders.
3: Yeah, the Ravens backfield situation is all uh suspect and but alas, it is the Raiders and so not that good. and John Gruden has you know, I think proven that his uh, coaching style is not really working out too, too much in the modern game. So
1: I'm a million just to lose games. Oh yeah. Um, since we just finished talking about the Monday night game, uh, I just want to highlight something here because there's a very real chance that when Sunday night and Monday night roll around I
3: gamble on both games. Oh yeah. Especially if I, if, I, if I if I hit those those five picks before, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling good. I'm going to hang with the Rams now.
1: There's a very high chance of, uh, of of a bet coming out shortly before the game starts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and where can they wanna, find that, Nick? I was going to say, if you don't follow me already, you can follow me on Twitter at Tobias underscore Nick, or or you want to follow my action network. Uh, I don't know what my at. I don't know what my action network is.
0: Isn't it pinned on your Twitter profile?
1: hundred percent is pinned on my Twitter profile That's because I use my brain stick. That's why. So if you can just go to my Twitter uh, at Tobias underscore Nick, um, you'll find some good stuff. If you go and you follow my action, you'll get live updates. You'll see when I post my picks and they are BetSync verified. I use BetMGM because I'm a stud. Um, and yeah, just stay tuned. There you and go. I tweet And I tweet out my picks anyway, so you should follow. So if you don't listen to this, you can, or you forget, follow my Twitter.
0: There you go. All right, so first, before we sign off, I need to throw this real quick to Anthony Mano who filmed the two minute drill since he couldn't be here. So Mano, take it away.
2: Thanks, Dick. We're taking you down to Florida but not for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're talking Packers at Saints. I'm taking Packers minus four here. I think Aaron Rodgers still has a little bit to prove. I think he's still auditioning for a new team despite coming off an MVP season. I think he's still pissed off at how he was treated this offseason, despite being the MVP. I think Packers minus four is the easy take here. Going up the coastline, we go from sunny Florida to dreary Meadowlands where we got Denver at the New York Giants. This is going to be a slow, methodical, defense-driven game. Neither offense really has any top-tier talent, we can say. So I'm going under 41 and a half, and we'll be there. So look for us to keep the under there. Keep it on the East Coast. We got Miami at the Patriots. I'm going Dolphins plus three. There's been a lot of hype around. Mac Jones and a new look Patriots defense who's returning some players who opted out last season but I think Miami's still a really good football team there's a really good defense uh being brewed there in Miami I think Xavier Howard and Byron Jones are going to make life hell for Mac Jones and if he can't go to his tight ends every single time it might spell disaster Dolphins plus three Staying on the East Coast, big time East Coast bias over here. We got Chargers at the Washington football team. Same thing, a lot of buzz around those Chargers, but they got to come cross country to play the Washington football team. And if you haven't if you haven't heard by now, the Washington football defense, Washington football team defense is really good. This first year head coach, Brandon Staley in LA. So I think Washington sneaks away with a win here, but I like Washington football team plus one. Last we're hitting into the heartlands of America, it's Browns at Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the perennial Super Bowl favorite here, but uh, they get a they get a tough test with the Chief, with the with the Browns Week One. I expect them to come out and pretty much show why they're Super Bowl favorites. Chiefs minus six and a half.
0: So that just about does it for the Caps on Sports podcast. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Caps on Sports. Uh, Check us out on our website at www.capsonsports.com. YouTube channel is Caps on Sports. You can just search that. You'll find it. Um, But, yeah, this has been a fun week one episode, um, breaking down picks. We're going to be doing five each every single week, tracking our picks throughout the entire year, Uh, see who comes out on top, and see if anybody – blows it out of the water or absolutely goes for a bust. I don't know. It's definitely possible. You can go either way. Um, but for myself, Sam Meehan and Nick Tobias, we'll see you next week.
1: Take it easy.